Old Man Winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. Oh, <laughs> heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, Old Man Winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1,500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Yo, Trey. Kevin, what's up, man? You know, I've been thinking, what would have happened if the NBA never vetoes the Chris Paul trade to the Lakers and we get CP3 in the same backcourt as Kobe in L.A.? Well, you get a very happy Jack Nicholson, for sure. And the Lakers probably win a bunch more championships. CP3 finally gets a ring or two or three. And the Kardashian empire is forever altered. What did you just say? Hey, everybody, I'm Trey Wingo. And I'm Kevin Frazier, and we're teaming up on a new weekly sports podcast from Wondery Alternate Routes. As former sports center anchors and current sports obsessives we're consumed by all the what if questions that make being a sports fan so excruciatingly fun if you're like us then you also live and die on the fallout from every drop pass or play call each week on alternate routes we'll take a flashpoint in sports break down what actually happened then explore every alternate scenario and the ripple effects it would have caused follow alternate routes on the wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts you can listen early and ad free right now by joining wondery plus Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Offensively speaking, for their standard and their expectation, probably a C-plus game, right? I mean, they they still went five possessions there in the middle of that game that were empty, um, whether that was punts or uh, the interception we saw Jared Goff throw. but the good part is this team, it feels like, especially when you're playing against teams that you're better than, um, you don't have to be perfect. Last year, you know, coach always used to talk, man, we got a really small uh, margin of error, right? These games, we can't afford to make a mistake. You know, that's going to be the difference in us winning and losing. You don't feel like that's the case this year. You feel like they don't have to be perfect uh, to be able to go out there and win games. Uh, which is great because I know the offense will tell you, man, they're still not even close to playing up uh, to what their potential is and what their expectations are. Um, they're still out here as a 2-1-1 football team. So that, for me, has been the most impressive part throughout three games. Uh, I'll go in reverse from you. I'll start with the offense um, since you finished with them. And, you know, th- it, this to me wasn't a game plan that was going to blow the doors off of anybody. We knew coming in and throughout the course of the game, they went from obviously Penny Sewell's playing over at left tackle but then they went from their their second tackle in Matt Nelson. Uh, they went to their third tackle, um, you know, who was Skipper, Dan Skipper, yeah. and then to Kobe Sorsdahl, who was their fifth round pick this year. So they're down to their fourth right tackle, and I felt like the game plan was one where, as long as you didn't make mistakes, and really the only glaring mistake was the interception by yeah. Jared Goff. That was a bad throw. But yeah. other than that, as long as you didn't make mistakes, and like we we talked about at the end of last week. As long as they were able to build a two-score uh, lead, which they did going into halftime, 
you know, they're up 13 to three at that point, nobody really felt like Desmond Ritter could come back, especially as we started to learn throughout the game, the way the defense was playing. But I thought Sam Laporta uh, continues to show that he was a great draft pick and is, is through three games has been very effective uh, in terms of being able to catch the ball, run with the ball, but also in terms of blocking. I thought he did a tremendous job um, this past week, whereas yeah. two weeks ago against Seattle, there was some room for improvement. Yeah, yeah. Um, the tight ends, and not just Laporta, but all the tight ends, yeah. um, took a big step yesterday. Not a lot of free runners in the backfield. I, you look at the stats and you say, okay, we didn't completely dominate them on the ground, um, but you got better as the game went on. And Jameer Gibbs got better as the game went on. And I think that he's starting to learn a little bit of patience, right? I mean, this isn't an offense that you see uh, maybe in Green Bay or San Francisco where it's just quick downhill runs right now out of the backfield, you know, shot out of a cannon. The way that they want to run this offense, you have to be patient. You have to let your blocks develop a little bit. If it's a counter play, if it's a power play, you have to understand that is designed to go inside. Uh, I think a lot of times Jameer Gibbs can get a little bit excited with his speed and try to bounce things too early, which he did a lot yesterday early in the game. As that game progressed, though, he got better. He let those blocks start to develop. He was reading uh, the the right fits of the offensive line and where the hole is going to eventually be. It might not be there right when you get the ball, but it's going to be there eventually. He started to figure that out, and uh, it was good to see him get stronger as the game went on. And I know a big point of emphasis was, hey, everybody wanted to see what Gibbs was going to look like with B. John Robinson on the same field. And you look just based off of yesterday, it's one game, Jameer Gibbs clearly looked like the better player. Now, probably playing on the better team, right? Atlanta yeah. just laid an egg offensively yesterday. Well, Atlanta um, just doesn't have a quarterback. You could say whatever right. you want about golf. If you get them out of the run five. game, you know, yeah, it, it's, yeah they're going to be they're not going to score many points with Desmond Ritter as your quarterback. But with that being said, you know, the offense, I thought uh, Ben Johnson really, that was the first game I saw some really well-timed adjustments, um, you know, and one play just kind of sticks out. It was a third down in the second half. Uh, Atlanta had been running man coverage pretty much every third down, whether they were bringing pressure or, you know, bluffing pressure. They were still playing man coverage behind it. He kind of threw a sneaky play in there where he put Amon Ra in the backfield and, you know, he squeaks out to the right on a third and five. He's one-on-one with a linebacker, you know, that which is clearly a mismatch yeah. and they pick up a big first down and there were just little plays like that just subtle plays that you look at and you say man that's great coaching he's getting guys in the right position um man coverage he's calling you know those kind of pick plays at the right time where they even threw one yesterday they end up picking it up um but that to me is coaching that to me is getting your guys in the right position to go out there and have success now the offense i think i'm excited to see uh what they can do when they continue to improve because you know john you just look at and i know they scored 20 points um but if you play that's they didn't play all that different than they no. did against seattle the difference was the defense kept them in the game the defense kept getting stop after stop after stop you can't keep playing like this offensively you know and expect to have too much success which they understand they get that right you can't go it seems like every game now they go at some point second quarter third quarter where it's just you know, punt, 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 punt. And you know what I mean? Against other good NFL teams, they're going to kill you if you do that. So this no. offense still has a lot of room to grow. Uh, good part is, you know, and I think Coach even mentioned this uh, kind of after the game, is that he's pretty hopeful they get some of the guys that they they were missing uh, against uh, Atlanta back for Thursday night, right? Taylor, Taylor Decker was a guy I think was close. Um, 
you know, Dave Montgomery, I think, was certainly close. Those are two guys that can really help you offensively, and uh, hopefully they're back for what's going to be a big game here Thursday night in Green Bay. Yeah, um, and, you know, just continuing with the offense, 